I can do what it says I can do. I can be who it says I can be. And I will have what it says I can have. Today, I will hear the word of God. I boldly declare that my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. My ears are open. And I better not go to sleep. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Father, we thank you for this time that we have to fellowship around your word. We thank you that your word is life-giving. Your word is designed to help us understand the promises of God that are in Christ Jesus. As we sit before the feet of the Holy Spirit this morning, we thank you that the word of God will be illuminated, that our minds will be transformed, and our lives will be changed for the better. As I have decreased, I thank you for the anointing of God to come in this place and feed every person in here in Jesus' name. And I thank you that when we leave today, we will be spiritually full from the word of the living God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated. We are currently in a series of lessons entitled Becoming Holy Spirit Conscious. Say that with me. Say becoming Holy Spirit Conscious. Amen. And the main objective of these lessons is to sensitize believers to the voice, to the promptings, and to the directives from the Holy Spirit. Every believer will discover, receive confirmation, or at least understand the path of God's will for their life. We've studied so far that the Holy Spirit's job is to reveal the things to us that God has for our lives. And as we move forward in this series, our focus today is understanding why a renewed mind helps in manifesting the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and, and so my title today is the same, Becoming Holy Spirit Conscious. This is part three, so I want you to go over, open your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, which is our foundational verse, and we're going to look in verse 9. And then we're going to jump into this morning's lesson. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, look in verse 9. It says, but as it is written, eyes have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Verse 10, but God hath, past tense, revealed them things, those things we haven't heard or seen or entered into our heart. He has revealed those things unto us by his what class? Come on, class. By his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the the deep things of God. In other words, and here's the point I want you to write down this morning. The unknown things that God has prepared for us can only be revealed by the Holy Spirit. I'm going to say it again. The unknown things that God has prepared for our lives can only be revealed by the Spirit. I want you to say this with me. Say, the unrevealed things from the Spirit of God can only be received by the Spirit of God. Amen. 
In other words, the Holy Spirit is the only person who knows things about us and things about our lives that nobody else knows. And our job is to make sure that we learn how to communicate with him to get what those things are. Now, the word revealed there, we said it means to make known what was before unknown. So what he was saying in verse 10 is, but God has made known what was before unknown by the Spirit of God. So it's really fair to say that the scriptures, God's word, tells us the known will of God and the Spirit of God tells us the unknown will of God. Did you get that? I'm going to say it again. It would be fair to say that God's word, the scriptures, tell us the known things that God has for us. But the Holy Spirit tells us the unknown things. And I don't know about you, but I want to know about the things that God has already prepared for me. And all I need to do is make sure I'm on the path to get it. Amen. Amen. Now, we talked about two main ways that receiving the Holy Spirit takes place. And I'm going to just... Uh, dig in that a little bit because I need you for for next week's lesson. I really need you to grab uh, what I'm going to say. We said there were two main ways in receiving the Holy Spirit. The first way was receiving him inwardly. Say inwardly. And then the second way was manifesting him outwardly. Say manifest outwardly. Now we know that being born again is part of that inward receiving of the Holy Spirit. Go to Acts chapter 3 very quickly. Acts chapter 3. The inward receiving of the Holy Spirit. This is where now most people, uh, they receive this one. Uh, Acts chapter 3, look in verse 20. I'm going to show you this word receive when it means to accept. I'm going to define it for you. But look in Acts chapter, 20, look at, uh, Acts chapter 3, look in verse 20. It says, and he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you. Watch this, verse 21. Whom the heaven must, what class? The, whom the heaven must receive until the time of restitution of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of his holy prophets since the world began. In other words, that verse in 21 says that heaven must receive Jesus Christ after everything that God said is going to happen is going to happen. In other words, heaven must receive Jesus Christ. Say receive. Now, when you look that word receive up, it's the Greek word dekamaya. Say dekamaya. Now, if you want to take notes, that word is spelled D-E-C-H-O-M-I-A. Dekamaya. Now, that word dekamaya means to receive by being offered to. So, for instance... When you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you decamire him. You accept him. It also means, watch this now, to accept as a gift, to grant access, and to approve. And so when you accept Jesus Christ into your life, what you're doing is you're granting access to him for your life. And so that word decamire, if we had to illustrate it, means to accept. And this is literally what it means. I'm going to ask her to decamire my Bible. She's just going to do this, and I gave it to her. See how she did that? Now, who did most of the work? I did. But she still had to open her hands up and receive. That's what it means to decamire. Now, let me show you one more example. Go to James chapter 1. Go to James chapter 1. I want to give you a firm understanding of what these two words mean because it's going to be the foundation for my main point down the road here. James chapter 1, look in verse 21. Let me show you this word decamire again. James 1 verse 21. 
Are you there? Say, I'm there. All right. It says, wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive, say receive, and receive with meekness the what? The engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. Basically, what he's saying here is that in order to uh, receive the word, you have to receive it. Uh, Dekamaya, that's that word Dekamaya. So when you see it, it says receive with meekness the word. So when I'm teaching the word, you need to make sure your heart is open to Dekamaya, accept the word. And this is why I do a lot of scripture uh, comparisons. So when you're hearing the word, you can open your heart up and you can Dekamaya. Because if you sit up here and you listen to it and you're fighting what I'm saying because you're not sure if it's the truth or not, you can't take advantage of what I'm telling you. Amen. And so that word means to Decamiah. Now you can write this down. You don't have to turn there. Matthew chapter 10 verse 40. Jesus said, he that receives me and uh, he that receives you receives me. And he that receives me receives him that sent me. That word receive in in, uh, Matthew chapter 10 verse 40 is the same word Decamiah. But this second receive that I want to focus on is not the same thing. Now I want you to turn quickly to Acts chapter 19. Go to Acts 19. The reason I want to show you why these different types of receiving is necessary because in order to manifest the Holy Spirit in at the level of speaking in tongues, you got to understand that when it's time for you to do that, that's not the time to decamire the Holy Spirit. That's the time to receive the Holy Spirit in this next one I'm about to show you, which is called Lombano. Say Lombano. Now look in uh, Acts chapter 19, verse 2. Watch this. Uh, look in verse 1. And it came to pass that at, at Apollos, uh, while they were at Apollos at Corinth, Paul having passed through the upper coast, watch this, came to Ephesus, he found certain disciples. What were they? Disciples. They were disciples. And he said unto them, them who? The he said to the disciples, read it with me class, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Now, I have a problem so, so, somewhat with that verse. Because in order, you can't believe without receiving the Holy Spirit. But what he was saying, he wasn't saying, have you decamired the Holy Spirit since you believe? Because when you believe, you, you decamired the Holy Spirit. You accepted him. You received him. But that's not what he was saying. That word receive is not decamired. That word receive is lambano. He said, have you lombano the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit since you believe? And watch what their response was. They said, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. That was like me years ago. I was Presbyterian. I had never heard anybody speak in tongues. And so when they talked to, they talked to me about speaking in tongues, I had no clue what they were talking about. I was just like these people. They said, Do you, would you like to speak in tongues? I said, what is that? And that's what these people were saying. He was saying, have you lombano the Holy Spirit since you believe? And they said, we have not even heard about that. And here's the problem. This word lombano receive is different from the word decamire receive. And most people who don't speak in tongues, it's either because they don't know how and haven't been taught. Or they expect to decamire the Holy Spirit by speaking in tongues when you have to lombano the Holy Spirit to speak in tongues. Now, what's the difference? Now, I'm going to ask my wife now to come and lambano my Bible this time. Now, watch and see what happens. Okay, she took it. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Now, who had to do most of the work that time? She did. And that's what happens when people want to speak in tongues. They just open up their mouth. 
But see, the, God don't open your mouth when you get ready to talk. You open your mouth. Well, you have to open up your mouth when you speak in tongues or you're not going to speak in tongues. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't know where he's going, but I'm going to figure it out in a minute. Now, now, watch this now. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Now, the word lambano, what did I tell you to go? 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Now, that word lambano means to take from, to seize, to grasp, or take hold of. And this is where we play a major role in manifesting the different operations and directions of the Holy Spirit. Look in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, look in verse 23. Are you there? All right. Look in verse 23. Watch what it says. And he says, for I have received of the Lord that which I have delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed, what did he do with it with the bread? He what? He took the bread. The word took there in the Greek is lambano. Now, when you take bread, you don't just look at it. If you took it, you had to take it, right? Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, did you eat breakfast this morning? If you did, you had to take the spoon, you had to lambon on that spoon, you had to stick it in the bowl, and you had to eat those frosted flakes. That's lambano. Now, go to, you don't have to go there, just write down Matthew 16, verses 9 through 10. This is where it says that he, was, he uh, had the five loaves and the fishes, and the Bible says he took the bread and he broke it. That word took is also the word lambano. Now, why did you go through that, Pastor? I went through that to help you see that receiving the Holy Spirit outwardly is important because it's going to help you manifest the promptings of God. Now, go to, sec- go to 1 Corinthians now, chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now, this is where most people don't understand this, and I'm going to teach this in this series because right now the church of Jesus Christ does not do this the way they need to. Amen. Look in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, look in verse 1. He says, now concerning spiritual what class? Spiritual gifts. Now, the reason I study in King James is for this reason. Notice if you have a King James Bible, the word gifts there is in italics. Do you see that? Anytime you see a word in the Bible that's in italics, that means the translators added it to try to make it make sense. Sometimes they did a good job and sometimes they didn't. See, now, if we keep that word gifts there, it's going to make us think that what we're about to read are gifts. But what we're about to read are not gifts. So let's take out that word gifts because it don't belong there anyway. And we're going to read it like they wrote it. Now, concerning spiritual brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Look now in verse 2. He says, you know that when you were Gentiles carried away with these dumb idols, even as you were led. Watch verse 3. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man who speaks by the Spirit of God can call Jesus a curse. Look in verse 4. Now, there are diversities of what? Now, that's really gifts right there. He says, now there are diversities or different kinds of gifts, but what? It's the same spirit. Watch this now, verse 5. And there are differences of administrations, but it's the same who? 
Lord. So he's saying there are different gifts that come from the Holy Spirit. And then there are different ways in which these uh, gifts can operate. He said, but they come from the same spirit. Verse 7. Look at verse 6. And there are diversities of operation, but it's the same God which works all in all. Look in verse 7. But the manifestation. uh Uh-oh. What did he say? He said, but the manifestation of the spirit is given to some people. Hello. Who is the manifestation of the spirit given to? Every man to profit everybody. So now we done broke down something. He's about, he just said to us, there is a manifestation of the spirit. And when that spirit is manifested, everybody who has the spirit has the ability to do what these manifestations are that we're about to read. Watch this. He says, for to one is given by the spirit, the word of wisdom. Now you say just one person. This is not just talking about one person. In a setting, he's saying one may, he says one is given by the spirit of God, the word of wisdom. Watch this, to another the word of knowledge to the, to the, by the same spirit. To another faith by the same spirit. To another gifts of healings, but it's by the what? Same spirit. same spirit. I want you to see that the Holy Spirit has the ability to manifest all these things we just read. Then he goes on to say, to another, verse 10, the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. Look in verse 11, very important. But all of these manifestations, they work that one and self-same spirit, watch this now, and it is dividing, or in the, watch this now, it's being distributed to who? Every man, watch this now, severally. As he, the man, wills. Not as the spirit wills. As the man wills. Because if they, first of all, they would have capitalized that if they said he. But it says severally as he will. In other words, the Holy Spirit wants to cause you to be, to be able to do all those things. But it's up to you. And most people don't know that. But you know why? Because they think those things I just read are gifts. When it said that it was a manifestation of the spirit. So if you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, you have the ability to speak in tongues. You have the ability to get the word of wisdom. You, see, let me tell you why this is just not one thing for one person. What if that one person dies? Now, personally, I've operated in all those. And you know what? That I can get it when I need it. I remember one time I lost my car keys. I was in college. I lost my car keys. And I didn't know where they were. And you know how you just turn the place upside down looking for your keys? Well, just get smart about it and just stop and say, Lord, where are my keys? And one time I did that. And I mean, he told me where these keys were and they were in a place. Had he not told me, I'd have never found those keys. In other words, everybody say word of wisdom. Everybody say word of knowledge. See, those are things that are available to us. But if we don't know that we can do it, we'll never use them. Now, why is that important? Go down, go to... uh, Go to 1 Corinthians, go to back to chapter 2. Go to back to ch- chapter 2. Let me show you something. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Here's the, here's, the, here's the big deal. You have to learn the Lombano, the Holy Spirit, because your flesh cannot discern what the Spirit wants for you. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, look in verse 14. It says, but the natural man... 
receive it. That word receive is decamiah. He can't accept it. The natural man cannot accept the things of the spirit of God. Why? Because these things from the spirit of God, watch this, they are spiritually discerned. So your flesh does not have the ability to know what the spirit has for your life. And that's why most people never know what God wants for them because they're trying to discern it with their flesh. But let me show you. People say, well, what is the flesh? The flesh is a carnal mind. Now go to Romans real quickly, chapter 8. Go to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. I'm going to show you that walking in the flesh is nothing but a carnal mindset. And if you walk in the flesh or the carnal mindset, you cannot receive those revealed things that the Spirit of God says He wants for you. Romans chapter 8, now look in verse 5. It says, For they that are after the flesh do mind or think about the things of the flesh. But they that are after the Spirit, the things of the what? Watch this class. For to be carnally minded is what? Death. Now that word carnally is the same word in the Greek as that English word up there called flesh. So flesh means carnal and carnal means flesh. Look in verse 7. Because the flesh or the carnal mind is an enemy against God. So guess what? Here's a process I want to give you. An unrenewed mind is the same thing as having a carnal mind. A carnal mind is the same as walking in the flesh. And walking in the flesh is the same as your natural man. So guess what? There is a bridge, say bridge. There is a bridge between the spirit man and the spirit of God and your flesh. And most people never cross the bridge. In other words, remember he says, eyes have not seen, nor has ear heard, neither has it entered into your heart the things that God has for you. But it goes on to say, but God has revealed those things unto you by his spirit. So guess what? How do I understand and get from the spirit of God and what he has for me? And over here, here is my flesh. There is a bridge. And you know what the bridge is? The bridge is a renewed mind. Let me show you what I mean. Go to Romans chapter 12. Romans 12. Now, let's look in verse 2. Most people, they quote this verse, but they never tie the whole thing together. He says now in verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed, be changed, be renovated by the renewing of your what? Mind. Watch what a renewed mind does, class. He says that you may be able to prove what is good and what is what else? Acceptable. And then what else, class? And the perfect will of God. So watch this now. A renewed mind helps me to know the will of God. Are you with me? Now watch this now. If a renewed mind helps me understand the will of God, that means the renewed mind is the bridge between me not knowing it. Because in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, he said that the spirit of God wants to reveal those things that God has for me. So guess what? The spirit of God is designed to reveal the things, but I won't understand them if my mind is not renewed to receive it. Are you with me? Now. Let's do this. Go over now to, uh, let's see what I want to go here. Go, go, 
Go to Galatians chapter 5, very quick. Galatians chapter 5. Woo. Are y'all getting anything this morning? I'm trying to really help you get this here. See, this will help you value the necessity of having a renewed mind. Because once I renew my mind to start thinking like God, then my renewed mind gives me access to the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of God gives me access to the things that God has for me. Did you see that? I'm going to say it again. We have to value having a renewed mind because when I renew my mind to think like God, my renewed mind gives me access to the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God then gives me access to the things that God has prepared for me. Now keep your hand here. Go back to, go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Go back there. Keep your hand there because we're coming right back. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let me show you something. 1 Corinthians 2. Let's look now in verse... Uh, Look in verse 12 this time. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. He says, now we have received. That word receive is lambano. He says, for we have lambano, not the spirit of the world, but we have lambano, the spirit which is of God. Why do we lambano the Holy Spirit? So we can know the things that are freely given to us by God. So watch this now. You have to value the renewed mind and you have to value manifesting the Holy Spirit because manifesting the Holy Spirit is going to now position you to know the things that are freely given to you. Then you say, well, what do you mean by that? Listen, when you begin to pray in the Spirit, see, I'm prepping y'all for next week. When you begin to pray in the Spirit, you know what it does? Go to Romans now. Keep your hand over in Galatians. Go to Romans now, chapter 8. Let me show you what happens. You got to value Lambano and the Holy Spirit. And this is why people who speak in tongues, y'all hear me now, these are for seasoned people. People who know how to speak in tongues and they stop doing it, the reason they do, is because their mind has stopped being renewed because watch this now you can't value Lombano, Lombano and the Holy Spirit if you start renewing your mind and so watch this this is why believers who've been saved they stop speaking in tongues because they stop renewing their mind but once you start speaking in tongues the things that God has for you you can't manifest now look in Romans chapter 8 now look in verse 26 he says likewise the Spirit helps our weaknesses The Holy Spirit is designed to help your weaknesses. If your weaknesses is cussing, he's designed to help you stop. If your weakness is smoking weed, he is here to help you in your weed smoking. If yours is pornography on the computer, then he can help you with that weakness. If your weakness is beating up your wife, then you better get some help real fast or the law is going to help you. He says, likewise, the spirit helps our infirmity. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought to. But the spirit himself will make intercession for us. He will pray for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And then he that searches the heart, which is God, knows what's in the mind of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit makes intercession for me according to the will of God. 
So when I begin to lambano the Holy Spirit, then guess what? When I do that, now it opens a door for words of wisdom and words of knowledge and gifts of healings and the things that God's revealed to me. I open the door for that. And once the door is open, guess what happens? Manifestations on the way. Now, did y'all get some of that? Now, I really don't have any more time. I got three minutes, so I'm going to try to cover this right here. here. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you stop renewing your mind, your mind, it doesn't make sense to it to speak in tongues. But when you speak in tongues, notice it said when you pray in the spirit, the spirit prays according to the will of God. Now, notice now, remember now, in Romans chapter 12, it said when I renew my mind, it said it will teach me what's good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. So when I begin to pray in the spirit now, with the renewed mind, my mind is in position to receive things from God that I didn't even know about. God can tell you something about what's going to happen before it even happens, and it'll be so accurate you'll know it's him. Amen. Now, let me go to the last one. Uh, um, Go back to Romans chapter 2. Go to Galatians. Your hand over in Galatians. Might as well cover that one since we're on it. Go to Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6. Let me show you what interferes with the renewed mind. This is what interferes with the renewed mind. Look at Galatians chapter 6. Chapter 5, I'm sorry. Galatians chapter 5, look at verse 16. Galatians 5, 16. He said, this I say, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh fights against the spirit and the spirit fights against the flesh. And these two don't agree with each other. So if I don't keep a renewed mind, my mind is going to be carnal or flesh. And my mind, which is flesh, is going to fight the spirit. And if I fight the spirit, I can't know what the spirit wants for me because he's talking, but I'm fighting him. Are y'all with me? Now, let's close with this one. Close. uh, Let's go to Romans chapter 12. Let's go back to Romans chapter 12. Let me show you something. Uh, No, go to Isaiah 55. We'll close with that one. Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55. I I, I got so much in here. I'm I'm full of it. You know how you can tell somebody, boy, you are full of it. Well, I ain't full of that, but I'm full of the word. Isaiah 55. Now. I'm going to ask my aide, Ray, to go up on the stage for a minute. Go up there if you would, Ray. Go to the stage. Now, when you position yourself with a renewed mind, the renewed mind positions you to receive from the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God then positions you to know things that God wants you to know about your future. Now, in Isaiah 55, verse 8, look what it says. It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. In other words, God is saying, the way I think is much higher than how you think. My ways are much higher than your ways. And so in order for us to get to how he thinks and to get to how he, the way he does stuff, I have to renew my mind to think like them. How do you renew your mind? You renew your mind by changing the process and putting in new information. 
See, renewing your mind is not learning the Bible. Renewing your mind is doing the Bible. See, because you can know it all you want. I know people that know the Bible and they're doing the opposite of what it says. Okay? So they are totally in the flesh. But watch what happens. Once I get a renewed mind, this is my carnal mind. I represent the carnal mind. But when I renew my mind with how God thinks about something. See, the carnal mind says, I ain't paying no tithe. I got some bills to pay. Got real quiet on that one, didn't it? Here's another one then. Let me give you another one. You know, if she say one more thing to me, I'm going to cuss her out. Okay, let me give you another because nobody in here cuss. Let me give you another one. Uh, um, you know what? I'm so fed up with this man. He ain't working. ain't trying to work. ain't helping me. I can do bad all by myself. I'm leaving him. Well, he didn't have a job when you met him. <laughs> I mean, what's changed now? Other than you done woke up. <laughs> okay, that's carnal thinking. Once I renew my mind, this is now the renewed mind. Now, see, he can see stuff I can't see. This mind represents the mind of God. Now, God's going to see things that I can't see. So if I stay here, the revealed things of God, I can't get them. But if I get here, whatever God can see, I can see. Whatever God can hear, I can hear. And whatever the Spirit is revealing, I can receive it because I'm in position because my mind is completely renewed. Did y'all get something out of that this morning? Woo! Thank you, Ray. Every head bowed and every eye closed. You may be here.